This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Want to start off the, the bat here this morning, some interesting stories uh, regarding Canada's military procurement, making sure the military has what it needs and are very ineffective, inefficient way of going about this. Now, we did get the story yesterday. And what a mess this has been. After all of these years uh, in, in trying to figure out what fighter jets were going to buy, and the government deciding in 2015 uh, that they weren't going to buy the F-35s, only now, seven years later, to decide we are going to buy the F-35 fighter jets. The story yesterday, the Defense Department uh, got the official green light to buy 16 F-35 fighter jets at a price tag of $7 billion. Now, $7 billion is a lot of money, but that's a, a drop in the bucket almost when it comes to the price for new warships. This is going to be a massive expenditure on the part of the military, the Canada or the Canadian Surface Combatant Project, the CSC Project. A couple months ago, as our next guest notes in his story yesterday, the parliamentary budget officer estimated the total cost of the CSC project would be more than $300 billion. Let that sink in. The estimated price tag for constructing the ships has climbed from an original $26 billion to $84 billion. We haven't even done anything yet. We're supposed to start building these ships uh, in a couple of years. The federal government has already spent $4.8 billion. So this is, as noted in the story, the largest single purchase in Canadian history. And we're joining us uh, for more. Very pleased to welcome to the program here this morning, uh, David Puglesi, who is a journalist with the Ottawa Citizen, focuses on uh, the Canadian forces and uh, these matters. David, great to have you with us here today. Welcome to the program. Great to be here. Thank you. Uh, let me just uh, get a, f- a thought from you, first of all, on the uh, F-35s. We'll talk about what's going on with the, the shipbuilding, but uh, not a surprise, I guess. We sort of knew that after all of these years, we were going to land back on the F-35s, but that's now officially a go, I guess? Yeah, so what uh, what happened was last year, we selected the F-35, or can- the Canadian government selected the F-35 and uh, started negotiations with Lockheed Martin. So what what you're seeing now is the federal government leaking out a little bit of information at this point um, on uh, on what they're going to do, and, and as you mentioned, uh, you know, an initial purchase for $7 billion. And there will be more to come. I mean, at some level, it is a little embarrassing for the government because they swore we weren't going to buy these jets. And they launched a whole new process that we're supposedly going to, to find us a different jet. And mm-hmm. here we are. Yeah, Prime Minister Trudeau said uh, he would never buy the F-35. And then uh, once he got into, or when he was, uh, you know, in opposition, his election promise was he would never buy the F-35. He would uh, use the money to buy a cheaper jet and uh, then uh, take any savings and put it into these Navy procurement projects. Um, but, uh, yeah, that uh, that election promise was, was long ago. Yeah. No kidding. Well, let's talk about some of these these projects. The Canadian Surface Combatant Project, uh, massive, massive price tag has fallen behind schedule. The cost continues to skyrocket. So we've spent, as you note in your story yesterday, $4.8 billion already. We haven't built anything. What, what has that money been spent on? 
This has been uh, provided mainly to Irving Shipbuilding uh, for initial studies and preparation and that type of thing. Um, the amazing thing about the Canadian Surface Combatant Project is it's going to affect all of us so incredibly like it's going to affect you me and and our children and, and future generations it's so massive uh, an amount of money 306 billion dollars uh yet it gets hardly gets any attention um, particularly from parliament you know i mean it's interesting maybe it's almost too big a number for us to comprehend but it, it does it there seems to be a disconnect between how much money is is going to this project and, and how little it gets discussed Mm-hmm. I mean, you're right about you're right about that in the sense that people will focus on a you know fifteen dollar glass of orange juice that some member of parliament purchases and while they're on the road. Yet you know three hundred and six billion doesn't get a lot of uh, doesn't get a lot of uh, you know focus. And yeah. and this is just this is just the beginning. This four point eight billion. Uh, this is the lead up. But a contract, a construction contract, hasn't even been signed yet. This is just the preparation work right which is which is crazy so i mean look obviously doing something like this is going to come with a big price tag we shouldn't be under any illusions about that but it just seems from what was envisioned initially to where we're at now and who knows what it's going to look like in the end you know that it's taken longer than it's supposed to and the cost has just skyrocketed so why first of all well it's i mean there's there's different theories about that so the approved price was 26 billion dollars that's to build the ships and you know the parliamentary budget officer says and now it's going to be around 84 billion um and because of the delays every time you have a they had a one year delay in 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 getting this going and so that one year delay it adds another seven billion dollars to the price tag. Um, it, what's happening is we contracted for a particular type of ship that hadn't been built yet, and and that that always creates problems. Uh, so there are other candidates that were out there at the time that were looked at that were um, already in service with other militaries. So you know the price, you know uh, you know that it's going to function. Uh, a certain way and um but we decided to go for a design that hadn't been uh, put in the water yet and i guess that that we wanted to do this right i mean so it's it's not just about what the military needs it was kind of a grander vision i guess about how this was all going to be done so how has that played into this well, you're right. It's, it's supposed to be a grander vision where we de- redevelop our shipbuilding industry so we will be able to sell ships to other countries, for instance. Mm-hmm. However, no one's going to buy, no one has bought our ships because right. they're too expensive. Um, and there's other nations out there that build ships more efficiently and uh, more cost-effective. Uh, so that's the, that is, you know, one of the goals that this National Shipbuilding Program was supposed to do. But we just, uh, our shipbuilding industry is no longer where it was. So, for instance, on the West Coast, they're building a, um, a science vessel for the, uh, for the Canadian Coast Guard. And it was supposed to, it was budgeted for 180 billion, or sorry, 180 million. Now it's 
coming in at a cost of $1 billion. Now, they haven't even started it yet. But, you know, it's kind of like you you uh, contract for a, a builder to build you a house, and then the, then the builder prevents, you know, gives you a bill for 10 times the amount that you thought you'd be paying. So $84 billion is what we're looking at right now. Anyway, that's the estimated price tag. Maybe that'll climb more, but that's to build the ship. So the $300 billion that the parliamentary budget officer has, has talked about, the total cost, like that's the life cycle of these ships. That's that's all of it, right? Yeah, so that's uh, operations. They're going to, the ships are going to need a, uh, you know, um, uh, equipment modernization in their midlife. Um, so, yeah, he's put all the costs out for the taxpayers to see what uh, you know what they're going to be on the hook for and how many ships are, are we getting from this we're getting uh, 15 ships so the uh, they're going to replace the uh, current Halifax class frigates now the issue is um, the Navy has taken this design and they keep adding to it and that also drives up the cost so you're getting a you're getting a very capable, or we think we're going to get a very capable ship. But then some people have questioned that you know you, you have these very expensive ships. But as we've seen in the uh, Russia-Ukraine war, uh, you know some of these uh, warships can be taken out with a hundred thousand dollar missile. Yeah. Well, as mentioned, your latest up at OttawaCitizen.com, David. Uh, thanks so much for joining us here this morning. Appreciate it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.